Hello, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. You rate and review my podcast if you like me. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's YesKingOliver. Tati bye. Okay, guys, so now it's time to start day trading and mimicking my trades. So I trade with a large amount each day. And I will be posting in the Telegram group the coin that I'm trading and the time that I'm about to buy and the time that I'm going to sell. So you can mimic me and do exactly what I'm doing. I've done all the work I've grafted for years and I simply tell you what coin and what time. And all you do is press buy and sell. If you want to do it and be part of it, the link is in the description. The link is in the description below. See you there. It's free of charge, by the way. Um, There's nothing to enter. And um, yeah, it's all free. Right, so I'm uh, just about to wait for my friend Mohammed. He is going to be doing the podcast with me. I'm just getting him all set up and ready. And he should be joining any moment now. Just waiting for Mohammed to come on. He should be here any moment. Mr. Mohammed. Are you coming? Is that you? Yes, we have Mr. Mohammed. He is ready. He is here. Okay. After three, two, one, and we will be starting the chat. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing amazing, man. How about yourself? I am fantastic. So I'm gonna um just for the for the sake of it, change this is the style of what we're going to do. So I'm just going to fire out loads of questions until I get bored and you just answer them. Yeah. I love it. Let's do this. Right. Um, if the chicken came before the egg, uh, why did the chicken have to come before the egg? Why can't the egg come before the chicken? Ooh, that's a good question. That's one, man, we're starting with the hard question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I feel, I feel like the chicken and the egg came at the same time. They were, a, they were a creation from something outside, you know, like the chicken came and the egg came. It wasn't like the chicken made the egg and then the egg made the chicken. I feel like prior to the time where there was no chicken and there was no egg, it was a creation of the, you know, whatever people believe in God, universal laws. I feel like it was a manifestation of something else that didn't involve the chicken or the egg. It was just, that's what I believe. Okay, the next question is, um, if a fish was an animal, um, what would it be and why? <laughs> if a fish was an animal? Yeah, like I a mammal say... on, on the earth, that's the walk. Okay, okay, okay. I would, actually, it's a good question. I would probably say if a fish was an animal, it would be a snake. Why? It just, I don't know. It's just, that's the, that's the image that came to my mind. You know, when I, when I just pictured in my mind, what a chicken or what a fish would look like if it was on earth and it had, you know, it was rolling around because a snake almost doesn't feel like it has legs either, but it's for some reason on earth and it's roaming around. So I would probably say a fish would be a snake if it was to be walking around earth. Okay, last question is, uh, what's the point in having a house plant if it's going to be in a little pot and it can't really grow? And if plants are supposed to grow and get bigger? Mm. I actually don't. I feel like the people that do put, you know, ask, ask me that question again. What's the point in having a plant in an indoor 
small pots where it can't really grow any bigger than what it is when you plant it if the purpose of a plant and life is to grow and get bigger i feel like that's just something us human beings just decide to do you know because really plants are supposed to just grow they're supposed to just be free and you know but human beings we seem to limit things we seem to put a limit on a lot of things and it seems like plants are another thing that we have put our hands on and we're like you know what we're gonna limit the growth of these things and i see i see no point i feel like you just you gotta let them grow if you bring a plant in your house let it grow let it grow all over the living room and all over the bedroom if you don't want that then don't uh, you know don't bring it into your house but it kind of goes deeper right because i feel like a lot of people that do have plants in their house and they limit the growth are the same people that are probably limiting their children from growing going after their dreams after their goals they're probably people that have limiting beliefs themselves that are not fully growing expanding going after their dreams and also and so because if you really look at it a plant is no different than human beings i personally they they live and they, they they're just another piece you know and it just there's no reason to limit a plant so i feel like the people that do do that are living with limiting beliefs <laughs> say what that's so interesting because obviously that was a random random question but it actually makes sense because imagine having like six children and they're like yeah. mommy 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 i want to be a spaceman and, and mommy goes no just get a normal job in a restaurant mommy i want to be a doctor no don't be so stupid you're too dumb okay mommy i want to be a pilot oh don't be so ridiculous just do this right imagine having yeah. loads of plants on your window shelf and they're all different plants and they have nice leaves and nice flowers but mm. they can't really grow anymore and he's trying to grow but he's got no space and you're limiting it with how much you water it the, the, the leaves are drying up and you could say that that's equivalent to your child being so excited about having this new job and then mummy's like no don't be so stupid get a normal job and now this kid goes through his life and he doesn't have any drive or excitement with anything new because he keeps getting shut down and if you look mm. around your house and see all these plants just trying to grow but they can't you could say that that's a reflection of the person's mentality where it doesn't want its environment to grow children themselves or family members because they mm -hmm. want to feel like they're on the same level as them not growing anywhere so you could sound consciously that mm -hmm. is a reflection of their mindset very interesting what you said yeah i think i think so and i feel like human beings we have a way of domesticating things whether it's animals plants you know even ourselves right like if you we look back hundreds hundreds and thousands and millions of years like we just lived nature free roamed wherever we wanted and eat where we wanted and lived where we wanted and yeah, you look at this day and age where you know most of the population lives in cities, and it's you got cages with, as houses, and you know you got prisons, which is your office, and you like come and go out of these cells all the time, and you're just you're a domesticated robot, right? So I have I just feel like this is what human beings mostly do. We just have a way of domesticating. Look at you know people that have pets, right? It's like. A, a dog comes, you know, the same lineage from a wolf. Like, you know, millions of years ago, this wolf was roaming around. Yet now you got this wolf in your house and you have domesticated this wolf where it eats when you tell it to, it, it goes to the bathroom when you tell it to, and it's just, you You have limited this pet. And, and, and I feel like a lot of people don't even like take their pets for walks. And, you know, that's what this is supposed to do is pets supposed to be just roaming around, scrolling around, but yet this is us. We just domesticate everything we see.
Yeah, I um, I knew a few people or know a few people where their cat has never gone outdoors because they're scared it won't come back. So imagine being a cat. And this cat, I remember, kept looking at the window and pouring at other cats as if it was to say, help me. Yeah. It's so fun where you are. What, yeah. What's a mouse? This poor fucking cat has never seen it outdoors. Um, and um, that's so sad when you think about we're supposed to be able to sniff and explore and being mm-hmm. restricted inside like a plant must be awful um but we don't understand like the basic code of life which is to explore and grow and just a never-ending cycle and um <clears throat> we're really there's, there's so huh? i was gonna say we're really like we we say that the world is you know going into robots and all the stuff is happening but then when you really look at us we're just as robotic you know we're just as just just a little robot that just does what he he's told and he's in this system and cages and the matrix whatever you want to call it and we're just you know like we're not really free beings like we are supposed to be yeah we're um programming um computers and ai to do the stuff we want to do that's the same as telling your employee what to mm-hmm. do it's absolutely no different your employee is going to follow exactly what the boss says like the ai and robots are going to follow what the computer says so we're literally all becoming robots where we don't have the ability to grow like we should do like a plant should do because we're restricting ourselves to those five commands or you know the same as being put in a little tiny pot um exactly it's and I think that one of the yeah. things is actually like, uh, I always find this interesting. Back in the 1900s and way before that, you know, like 90, 95% of the population was independent, right? Like there were farmers and they were traders and like you did this and you did that. And that's when you had a lot of freedom because like you just did whatever that you wanted to do and you were never worried about your bills or never worried about getting sick or none of this stuff. Only in the last, they did a study like only in, by like 1960s or 1950s, 90% of the population was dependent and only 10% was independent. And I feel like that's where, you know, human beings, we start to get, especially when the industrial revolution and the press and the assembly line and all those things that came after the 1900s is when it started to domesticate human beings and it started to really kill the soul and start to really just be a robot. And that was the beginning generations that, you know, the Ford and Rockefellers and the school system and all those things where it started to just numb the soul and make us employees of the system. And, and, and look at us now, you know, a hundred years later, you know, nine to five, show up to an office, you eat fake food, you eat processed food, you, you have domesticated animals and fish and reptiles and, even plants now like it's just if somebody was like to was to zoom in on earth and just be like let's look at them the last 500 years if there was an alien planet that was out there and it was just looking at us they're like they would they would probably be disappointed they'd be like well look what look what these people are doing like they have just just it's just not they, they wouldn't be happy you know like you see 500 years ago where People were roaming around and they were happier and they were, you know, living their lives. And yes, of course, some people could be like there was more disease and all those things. But it's, you know, we have way more like in the last, you know, 40, 50 years, there's so many things that have come around that never used to be around like diabetes and Alzheimer's and so many things. So really, I feel like if somebody was zooming in on Earth these last 500 years, 
they would be like, man, they are not going the right way. Like they are going the opposite way of where they're supposed to be doing and what they should be doing with their time and their, you know, the time that they do have on earth. Because really, we're, we don't live forever. We only live for 100 years max if you really do a, and live a healthy life. So it's like while you're here, you should be living a free life and doing what you want to be doing, doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, enjoying this planet and not, you know, nine to five in office and sitting around and watching, plugging into a Netflix 24-7 and plug into social media 24-7 and all these things, which is none of them is natural. And then like you living in the city, that's another thing that gets me going, the noise pollution. Like nothing, like when you live in the city, it's just crazy. Like you are not actually operating at your most, you know, natural level because noise pollution is all over. There's, you know, like the smoke is all over. There's, the advertisement is distracting you. I seen this thing the other day. We we see 5,000 ads a day on average, 5,000 ads a day. Like, so that means your brain is just going, Oh, Google, Nike, this, this. So it's like the only way to live a natural life to just kind of just be human is to be out there and go out in nature and be away from the boxes and the systems that have been put in place for by from the commercial corporate capitalist people that, you know, this gets me going. As you probably noticed, I can talk about this forever just because I'm like, it's like a rant. I feel like I'm like, man, we're supposed to just be like the plants living out there and growing and enjoying and eating whatever we want. You know, what's um, crazy is that people don't understand, you know, these days it's all about going to college, going to uni. Right. But they don't understand what these systems are. These systems mm-hmm. were created like, say, 80, 100 years ago, where one person wanted to teach uh, people in his area. Mm-hmm. His rules of how to work for him. So if this guy was selling carrots, he would then teach 10 people also how to sell carrots so he can sit back and relax and still make his carrot money times 10. And so yeah. now all these little schools of teaching somebody how to do something start popping up farming, you know, engineering, agricultural, maybe flying. Mm-hmm. And they're just smaller little university schools and colleges. And the whole point of those were to basically allow one person to do nothing and you do it for him. So slavery. And now as humans have grown, there's more people creating these, call it small tribes of do what I say. And there's Mm -hmm. more people following into it. And so now that's what you have is the big school education system, uni, colleges, schools. Now we've lost track of why we go to school, why we go to uni, why we go to college, right? And it's work for the establishment. What's the establishment? Mm -hmm. Generations of businesses passing it down or other companies buying their business Mm -hmm. so now it's still running but it's just that person's died but somebody else is running it for them and you're basically bearing the fruit of what that man did years ago and now Mm -hmm. it just becomes this norm of going to school going to college like it's the norm and we're forgetting why the fuck we were even going to these in the first place and it was Mm -hmm. just to work for one person so he could basically make money whilst he's sleeping and now we're just trapped in this system of being told what to do by somebody and we don't even understand why we don't even know why we're all unhappy we know there's something wrong but we're still doing it yeah we're still doing it you know and 50 i i I read this thing a while back 54 percent of college and university students that graduate end up moving in their mom's house and can't even find a job 
in what they actually study, you know? So it's like, it's a sad, it's a sad scenario. And also when you look at, you know, especially in the U.S., the, the school debt, it's over like a, a trillion dollars. So that means these colleges and universities have become businesses. And this is another big topic that's a lot of people discussing these days, where back in the day, colleges and universities and stuff like that, like they didn't really, you know, you it, it, they didn't hand loans and everything where it's become in the last 20 years, especially in the U.S., it's become a business where these schools, because they're schools, they don't pay taxes so they're actually like Harvard and Stanford, like these are rich schools and they're making money from students because of these loans and everything like that. So it's become, it's just a big business. That's what it really is. And of course, as a, as a teenager, somebody that's like grown in this old 20th century system, it's like, oh, grow up, go to school, get a good education, then get a good job. That's the old model. Like that model doesn't work. And if you look at, big corporations fortune 500 like google microsoft a lot of these school a lot of these businesses now they don't even require a university degree they what they actually of course if you're like coding or something like that what they're looking for is people with natural skills emotional intelligence resilience somebody that's you know self-motivated these are the things and the qualities that makes somebody thrive it's not where the 20th century was a lot of people where they looked for your degree and did you have a bachelor degree and did you have this and then they would hire you. But we live in a time and age where human beings can actually start to get away from the boxes and from the limiting beliefs and start to truly become whole by, you know, become more resilient and work on yourself and be more emotionally intelligent because that's the stuff that gets you jobs, not going to a school and being in a box and paying, you know, expensive college or university because when you look at it these things are businesses and there's in europe there's places that actually don't even charge you for university and college i know some countries that don't even it's like it's free because they actually want their people to grow and thrive and not have to be you know in debt to the government or to these financial systems that especially in the u.s that's like it's just a big business. Like you, you're paying two, three hundred thousand dollars to go to school for something for eight years, and you come out of school, you go to get a job. They're like, no, you need experience. We can't even hire you. It's just, you know, I think it's, I think it's a total scam the way all this stuff is happening. And I think human beings need to just wake up and get away from this and start to really use their natural skills and acquire natural skills and. So they're more independent and not dependent on these systems, right? Especially with the way the world is going and things that are happening. It's this, it's, it's you, people need to start being more independent, you know, growing your own food or, you know, learning skills that can help you in, you know, learning about taxes and how to make more money, how to invest your money, how to make money in the cryptocurrency, how to make money in stocks and how to, be self-employed and all these things that's 20th century model of working for an organization for 40 years and then they will take care of you until you die that that model is dead it doesn't work anymore you know it's uh, even the pensions don't have enough money like that's why you see i'm sure even in the uk you see a lot of people where i remember in the 90s in the in the 2000s where like people will retire from a big company and then they like they were fat they were taken care of for a long time where now, especially in the last decade or so, where you see a lot of people come out of retirement 
and having to work more. Like that's why you go to Walmart and you see like these these old 65, 7 year olds working. Why are they working? Not because they want to. It's because the system failed them. You know, their pension plan failed them, and now they can't afford to live. So they're like coming out of retirement to work more hours and still be a slave in the system. So I think that's I think that's very sad because. People need to wake up and realize that these Fortune 500 companies and the pension plans and all those things that were in place back in the in the, in, in the 20th century, it's not the same model and it's not going to help you, especially in an economy and a place and a time in a world where everything is expensive, inflation is hitting all-time highs, so many things are happening. So it's like you need to become self-reliant and you need to become acquire skills and be independent because the system is not going to take care of you. Yeah. Um, what I find amazing is that no matter where you go in the world, Ukraine, Syria, America, China, anywhere you go, we're all the same. Like when you mm. take away like how different we look or the country, we're literally the same. For example, I have a barbers near me and they're all like, I think they're from Afghanistan mm. and they work so hard. And they put so much pride into their haircut. Uh, probably, you know, shit pound an hour, 12 pound an hour, whatever. Still, mm -hmm. like, it still just really can't really live off that. But they, they know the quality of their life back home was just so bad that they're just so grateful to be earning a pound, right? And then we have ungrateful mm -hmm. fucking American people and English people on, like, you know, 70, 80, 90 grand salaries, just unhappy, miserable, mm -hmm. wanting more. Just, and then it's like we're missing the whole point of all of this how can this person just be so smiley like I, I enter the door hello good morning how are you smiling and makes you feel like wow this person is just going to be on his feet all day he's got so much passion and joy he's grateful for 50p tip he's just thank you gratitude thank you thank you and then mm -hmm. you look about all these big houses of money and they're just not the same and if you'd want to hang around a human being trust me you'd want to hang around these barbers because they're just all so grateful and then it makes you realize this system of what we think we want or what makes us happy is bullshit it's just mm -hmm. bullshit and basically what i'm saying is that we hear like you know stories of ukrainian people and all the shit that happens around the world and because we're not there we can't see it we can't really empathize in the same way but when you speak to these people you realize they're no different to your nan your granddad your neighbor your cousin your family members um like they're just human beings they're mimicking your life in a different mm -hmm. part of the earth and it's like wow they may have evolved a bit later in terms of structures and societies and whatever but we're literally even though they might be at 100 200 years behind on structures and evolution of like systems and stuff mm -hmm. in terms of human beings we're literally next door it's just it's quite amazing you know what i mean oh yeah no i totally understand i, I love that you said that like at the end of the day we're all the same we're you know i i find it, we're just all human beings some of us are living on a one side of the world and like you said there is more systems and more technology and a, a better way of living but at the end of the day, all of us are the same, you know, all of us are the same. We're just, we come from, you know, parents and we, you know, we live, it's just where we live and the, the places in the world that we live. 
And in those mixed the experiences that we experience, you know, if somebody like in Afghanistan that grows up there, what I have noticed from my experience is that a lot of people that come from a third world country, they're more grateful. They seem to have a more understanding of the real values of life. You know, they're more, they're happier. It doesn't take them a lot to be happy. Like I remember going to Afghanistan in 2016 and there was so many, like it was just interesting to see all these people where they don't have a lot of money, but yet they are so happy and they're so full of like just happiness and community and the families and, you know, they eat, they eat their dinners together and their breakfast together and their lunches together. And like that was something that I experienced while I was out there. And it was interesting because living in Canada, it was, we only have one dinner, me and my family on Sundays. And, you know, there's studies that shows that one of the keys to living a long, healthy, happy life is community and eating dinners together and eating food together and all those things because as human beings, we're social beings. And it was interesting going to Afghanistan and I was staying with family there and we would, you know, they have dinner together and they have breakfast together. And lunches usually, you know, everybody's working, stuff like that. And I thought that was so cool that those values were still there where families gather to eat dinner together. You know, families gather to eat breakfast together. Where living in Canada, like I said, every Sunday it would be once in a while where the family gets together and you just, you have a dinner together or you have a lunch together. But most of the times everybody's just kind of, doing what they're you know doing and they're just which kind of gives you that example of like everybody's in the system everybody's in the matrix they they're not even aware of what they're doing they're just kind of in this rat race of you know go to school go get lunch go to work you know come back you know eat and then go back and like nobody is actually living most people are just existing and i think that's a big difference from living and existing when you're living you're actually experiencing life like i said lunches with family and it's taking the time to do things that makes you actually happy and not just for the sake of money not for the sake of making your boss happy not for the sake of you know hitting that next Howdy, thanks for listening to my episode. Uh, if you could remember to rate and review the episode after you've listened, that'd be fantastic. And also subscribe so when I release a new one, you get a notification. And also, please tell your friends on socials about me podcast. Now I'm going for a poo. I'll be back later. Have a great day and speak to you soon.